Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin, who created... I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic wrestling podcast in the land. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Sheena Liao joined by Rowan, almost a show host, today to talk about the one big thing that happened in Philippine wrestling and that is the Takeshi Oizo Cup. The Takeshi Oizo is the first Philippine wrestling show to happen after almost two years or really more than two years of having no wrestling action whatsoever and Rowan and myself have seen the show which is available for on-demand on MWF's uh, wrestling page, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's on their Facebook page. I... Yeah, right. So it's available on-demand on their wrestling or their Facebook page. But before that, syempre, kailangan din namin iput over yung podcast by talking about our very own Patreon page. Take it away, Rowan. All right. So... If you want to catch up on the next WWE Premium Live event, which will feature Tagalog commentary team, that's going to be WrestleMania Backlash. So, of course, may election day pa. We're, we're going to watch at night. So, that is going to be May 9th. Uh, so, you, all you got to do is sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast for a low, low price of 250 pesos a month. Not only that, we're going to get watch parties and exclusive review contests that me and Ro would do. We're also going to give some free stuff. So that will have the face masks and somewhere down the line, we're going to give away some free shirts. Right. Shirts available for purchase care of our friends from Podcast Network Asia. All that and more available on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon. That's for as low as $5 or 250 pesos a month. Join us now so you can be part of all these amazing premium live events. All right, moving on from that, let us talk about the current premium live event that happened this week as part of the partnership with World Underground Wrestling Philippines, MWF, and that's right, PWR. You heard me say three cooperating promotions 
in this one show, and that's called the Takeshi Oizo Tournament. So before we proceed with talking about the show itself, uh, our guy Rowan here will break down the format of the tournament. Here are the rules. So there are no pinfalls. The, uh, each competitor has five points, and points can be lost via rope break, 10 count, knockout, and getting penalized. A competitor reduces their points uh, to a score of zero. Uh, and if the match enters a time limit, the competitor with uh, the most points remaining will win the match. So matches can be obtained uh, by reducing the opponent's score to zero and KO and submission. Right. So basically what he just said, this tournament is a lot like uh, your blood sport, Josh Burnett's blood sport, part of the GCW network. Or uh, if you remember Raw Underground for the five minutes that it happened, it also is a lot, it's very reminiscent of all of that. So you won't be getting deathmatch style wrestling here. You also won't be getting team headlock WWE style wrestling here. You will be getting a lot of groundwork and a lot of shoot style uh, as they know it, uh, wrestling, your folk style wrestling during this tournament so with that said rowan was that something you expected to see during the start of this tournament like did you know that you were watching a shoot style tournament actually hindi eh. Kasi I, I was expecting i mean ako, i'm a sucker for tournaments and i'm just expecting that they're gonna have the regular match now you can be thrown outside the ring and all but i didn't expect that it's actually gonna be contested in a shoot style like like ground game lang sila they're not getting outside of the ring and like what you said na parang walang topic on hero na makikita mga ganun. right exactly wala siyang fl- fancy flying moves diba uh, I myself did not expect to see a shoot style tournament although I know that's exactly what WW does um, so babe it's, it's a little surprising to see this type of competition happen it's also very surprising that this is an open tournament. When we say open tournament, people from different promotions can participate. So it's really not just limited to World Underground Wrestling or MWF because as we saw when we watched the tournament, kasama si Cuatro, former PWR champion Cuatro. So Rowan, can you talk about the participants of, of this tournament? Who represented who and how they were laid out in the tournament card? All right, so we actually have four guys from MWF. So we have Nigel Suplex San Jose, Kyle Season, uh, the rookie CJ Serafin, and Danger Rex Lawin. And in WUW, we have the God Killer David Rabena, the machine, and the machine. In WUW, we have the God Killer David Ravenna and the machine. And in PWR, we have Cuatro. So, napansin nyo, there are like seven guys in the tournament and usually we have eight man tournaments. Now we only have seven men. So there's someone who's going to get a buy. So that is Quatro. Quatro got that buy because of his accomplishments in PWR being the campeon ng Pilipinas and also the path of gold winner. Right. So yun nga, nakita natin that may buy Quatro. That means he advances through the semifinal rounds and you had preliminary matches between CJ Serafin, Rex Lawin, The Machine, Kyle Stinson, Nigel San Jose, and all the other guys I forgot to mention during this tournament. So basically, 
it was a it was a folk style wrestling tournament. Um, a lot of groundwork yun nga. Um, and I actually liked that part. Uh, we're gonna talk about the things we liked about the tournament right now. So I actually enjoyed shoot style wrestling. Um, it's not your traditional form of wrestling. However, I like how it's real. You know, like you put on real submissions as opposed to putting on uh, a headlock on somebody. You know, uh, you put you don't have flips in this. So it's a very ground based very technique-based style of wrestling. And it is an acquired taste, but I appreciated that uh, the people behind the tournament decided to bring him in. So, Roy, what did you like about the Takeshi Oizo? You know, hindi naman ako ganong kahilig sa shoot-style matches. Pero when I saw this uh, event that is contested with shoot-style, and I enjoy ko siya. I enjoy ko siya because, you know, I myself was a former practitioner of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu And I'm having flashbacks of how I miss uh, sparring with my boys and like grappling and all. Like, pag intense na yakapang kayo and all. Right. But <laughs> like, sobrang nakaka-enjoy siya. Nakaka-miss. And watching it uh, is really, really cool. Right. Also, on this tournament, as the name suggests, uh, was a former student of Takeshi Oiso. So Takeshi Oizo is apparently a Japanese wrestler who flew to the Philippines during the second era of Philippine wrestling. This happened in the 90s. And Takeshi Oizo was the lead trainer for all the Filipino wrestlers in the country. Now, unfortunately, uh, Mr. Oizo is not no longer with us. However, one of his students were in the form of Pinoy Bulldog. Now, Rowan, did you know anything about Pinoy Bulldog before you saw him? I actually have no idea. And, you know, since hindi ko pa siya naririnig, I want to know more about him. So what I would do usually, pagka may di ka kilala, you have to Google them. And when I Google him, um, parang wala naman uh, lumabas. I'm not invalidating him, by the way. Parang walang lumabas na result about him. Like, there's no records of him having a match. There's no footages. There's no statistics na lumaban siya. But I'm, again, I'm not, Um, invalidating this pero yung reveal niya from the taskmaster as the Pinoy Bulldog and being the Pinoy wrestling living legend I find it really dull because I don't recognize him and parang ngayon ko nga lang narinig siya eh. uh, kasi usually pag maririnig mo about Pinoy wrestling we have Joe Poggy we have uh, the Microbios and so and so so if this was uh, revealed when there was a crowd if there's a crowd Feeling quite very dull. Like no one would recognize him. Right, right. So Akolaman, I I know how you feel. I acknowledge that because this era of Philippine wrestling was in fact a flash in the pan, uh, as opposed to the first era or even the current era of Philippine wrestling. So the point of Philippine wrestling was a revival that happened in the 90s. Uh, it didn't last very long. Uh, so a lot of the guys uh, went on to a relative obscurity here. It's an adonti Pinoy Bulldog. However, that being said, I'm glad that the organizers and whoever produced this tournament were able to find somebody from that era to represent the ideals of Takeshi Oizo in this, in this cup. So I'm glad that they were able to find somebody of that age in that great physical condition as Pinoy Bulldog was 
that that was able to do all the things that he was able to do in that short tag team match against Joe Morliwana and Blackshirt. So from from there, now that we've talked about things that we actually like, uh, another thing that I actually liked was Fabio Makisigon commentary. Yes, uh, I really liked Fabio Makisigon commentary. Um, I had the pleasure of speaking to him and interviewing him on this very podcast. Ito pang sa bayon when that episode aired, and I really like being able to talk to Fabio Makisig because he's very articulate, and the and the way that he talks was able to come out during the uh, program itself. Um, I felt that he was trying to cling on to the character of Fabio Makisig so much that it kind of he was trying to downplay his verbiage a lot, but at the end of the you know, it's something that you just get, you have to get accustomed with because I appreciate that he is also a wrestler, you know, but at the same time, I really liked how he was able to describe technique and break down the match itself. So that part, I actually appreciated. Number Rowan, did you like Fabio Makisigon commentary? Yeah, absolutely. I like it pagka may wrestler sa commentary team. Like, we would see that in the WWE. And actually, itong entire show na to, it reminds me of the WWE UK Championship Tournament. Kasi we have a former wrestler and a an analyst in commentary. So we have uh, we have Sonny Go, which is like the Michael Cole. And we have Fabio Makisig that is like the Nigel McGuinness on the uh, show. So it was really, really enjoyable kasi Fabio Makisig would uh, describe how paano yung moves na yan pa- paano makakataka si ganito ganyan like he, he's describing like kasi kailala niya na rin kung sino yung nasa nasa tournament and he knows kung, si, kung ano yung weakness nila and all it's pretty good right right uh, speaking of good things with all good things there are things that we didn't appreciate about the tournament. So again, back to you, Rowan. Were there things that you disliked about the tournament? You know, I dislike I dislike the fact that the arena was dark or the gym that they are uh, shooting the show. Pero pinagbigyan ko na lang, inisip ko na lang na maybe that was their intention. Maybe it's the the whole purpose of the tournament. Kasi if they're doing the grappling, maybe the purpose of this is like an underground fight. You know. Kasi parang yun yung ginagawa sa Raw Underground where it's pitch dark. Or not really pitch dark. Like, it's it's dark. Tapos, like, there's people grappling around. And uh, the background, there are NPCs na nagbabasketball. Right. Yun nga eh. Yun din yung hindi ko nagustuhan about the tournament. Um, the low production value, shall, shall we say. I appreciated that they had a post-match interview for both the winner and the loser, and that they really took their time out to track down Takeshi Oiz's family, track down Pinoy Bulldog. But at the same time, hindi ko gets kung bakit may nagbabasketball sa likod. Like, I don't know why somebody's laying up while somebody's having a tournament in the middle of the ring. Um, I don't know what kind of aesthetic they were going for here, but when I saw that layup, I was just laughing. <laughs> it was just like parang naki-epal, naki-hati sila ng gym dun sa mga nagbabarkadang nagbabasketball. And suddenly, and suddenly it just, it takes me out of it. It really just did not, it really affected my viewing experience of, of this cup. Did I still enjoy it? Yeah, of course, I enjoyed it. But 
uh, again, they really could just improve on the ambiance a little bit more. And when nakita ko yung ano, mga nagba-basketball in the background, I wish that was like a feature in a future WWE 2K game na may nagre-wrestling and then suddenly in the background, there are lots of rings in the performance center, right? May nagre-wrestling din, may nagte-train din outside the ring. But kasi yung sinasabi mo, pwede pa yun eh. Kasi wrestler, wrestlers wrestling in the background in a wrestling performance center makes sense. Pero ito, basketball eh. Wala siyang kinalaman sa wrestling at all. Sobra, so, sobrang out of place, kumbaga. So, yes, exactly. So, for me, that really just, it takes out a way. Lalo na to tournament to. Ah. So, tournaments are supposed to be special, right? They're supposed to be in special places. And this time, they, it felt like they really were just sharing a, a, a space with people here. And it just really wasn't that special for me um, at all. So, was there anything else that you found that you didn't like about the tournament throwing? Wala naman. Pero let's go back to things that we like because I like Kyle Season. Right. Kyle Season, um, as Rowan will continue to tell you, is your inevitable winner for the tournament. So the tournament ends with a finals match, very good finals match, in fact, of Kyle Season and Cuatro. They did a good job of portraying Kyle Season as an underdog throughout this tournament. Now tell us, Rowan, what did you like about Kyle? Man, sobrang galing ni Kyle season. Like, he, he, he's really incredible in that ring and sobrang suabi niya gumalaw. Like, he, he reminds me of Hook. Uh, you know, parang siya yung Filipino equivalent ni Hook. Like, sobrang suabi niya in the ring and he can take down even a big guy like Machine. He, 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 he made Machine tap out and Uh, you know, sobrang, not only na sobrang galing niya in the ring, you know, I want to stay as far away as possible from him because <laughs> ayoko siya makaspar and he might verbally castrate me. So Rowan has a little crush on Kyle Season here. Uh, <laughs> pero I, I, again, I just appreciate the fact that Kyle Season, a young talent, was put over during this tournament because he is one of the more established names here. That happened. Then, of course, he got to go up against a very established participant in uh, Cuatro. So it was good. It was a good match, I have to say, and a very good for showing by Kyle here, who upset the machine, who got through CJ Serafin, and who would have definitely upset Cuatro. You know, I actually doubted on C. Uh, sorry, I actually doubted on Kyle season because when they were the machine, magkalaban, and during the first. Uh, part of the match I thought it's gonna be a clean sweep for the machine and eventually advance a final si machine but man he he made me not doubt Parang, you know you should not sleep on Kyle season or, uh, you know he's gonna be a future MWF champion for sure oh most definitely most definitely the future is right for Kyle season and the future is right for the Takeshi Oizo Cup Now that we've talked about this ad extent here on the podcast, it's the time it's the time of the show where we actually break down the tournament and we give it a letter grade. So Rowan, being this the being that this is your first um, MWF show, joint WUW show, what kind of letter grade would you give the Takeshi Oizo? Well, that's right. I this is my first show and. It's not your typical MWF show na may uh, 
oras ng liwanag or like yung may mga storyline sila with that cinematography um it's not the same MWF pero eto kahit papano na enjoy ko I, I enjoyed this tournament because I'm a sucker for tournaments I'm giving this uh entire show a decent A wow even if you didn't like the ambiance you know hindi kasi parang bagay naman talaga even if I dislike it maybe that is their in, uh there's that's their intent intention yun yung purpose nila to make it uh parang low budget yung ano nila production nila pero you know parang yun talaga yung intention nila eh. okay okay you are a very generous reviewer um i however feel uh somewhat of the opposite way about it kasi pag sinabi mong yun yung intention nila there are better ways to portray that with regards to set design or lighting or you know actually renting out the gym instead of getting just half of it you know something some other way to to highlight the speciality of this tournament for the fact that it is a tournament and not just something that takes place in an empty gym somewhere that said uh, because i feel that way i am going to give this Takeshi Oizo Cup, a solid C uh, because it wasn't the worst, but it also wasn't the best. Um, it can definitely improve. All right. So from there, we are going to jump into our quick conversation with one of the participants of Takeshi Oizo Tournament in the machine. But first, Rowan here will tell us one of the many ways you can help the podcast out, starting, of course, with our friends from Lazada. Alright, so kakatapos lang ng 4-4 and sulit swell the sale. And marami pang sale na parating. So, you can do this on your, uh, you can do your online shopping with Lazada because hashtag nasa Lazada yan. All you gotta do is use our affiliate link that is podlink.co slash IAM podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that on your mobile browser, add to cart and check out on your mobile app And what you buy will help us what we do here on the podcast at no extra cost. Perfectly said. Now, let's hear a quick word from our other podcast here on Podcast Network Asia. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, it's the big homie with us. We're not talking about the American nightmare Cody Rhodes, but is the master of the nightmare slam, MWF Takeshi Oiso tournament competitor. Please welcome on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast for the first time, former PWR AOW uh, superstar and current WUW Philippines wrestler, The Machine. What's up, Jen? What's up, Machine? How are you guys? How are you doing this fine Monday afternoon? It's hot as hell. It is. Well, I, I had to escape to my air-conditioned office, but uh, I'm good. I'm good, man. It's good to see you guys. It is. It is. All right. So basically, we wanted to have you on here, Rowan and myself, uh, mm-hmm. to talk to you about the Takeshi Oizo Cup because this concept is actually very, very interesting for me. Um, so mm-hmm. before we get anywhere else, really, can you tell us how the idea of the cup started? Yeah, man. I mean, I'd love to take credit, but uh, most of that came from uh, Martin, uh, my partner in uh, Wu Philippines, uh, a.k.a. SJM, a.k.a. um, uh, we need to have another match to determine which of us is better. (laughs) But yeah, he came up with the tournament uh, idea uh, and he put it into motion, man. So uh, you know, luckily we have a great relationship with uh, MWF and everything came together. Um, MWF, those guys, you know, hats off. Uh, they did a lot of the organization and, and putting the thing together. So truth be told, I'm just uh, glad to be a participant in the whole thing. Right, right, right. So this is the first wrestling show after two years of not having anything here in the Philippines. For yourself, how did that two years feel like? Did you encounter ring rust? Did you uh, adapt as easily? Uh, Yeah, man, ring rust. Anytime you're away from the ring for uh, long periods of time, you're going to have ring rust. Myself in particular, I'm not the greatest wrestler. I'm not the most technical. So ring rust is definitely a factor. But... Uh, luckily, we have a, a venue where we can train uh, all the time. You know, when we start having shows or we start planning them, then we're we're lucky enough to be able to get in the ring and, and knock a lot of that ring rust off and, you know, get back in the, the swing of things, so to speak. All right. So what was it like to be part of the tournament? And is your shoulder still good? Uh, well, being part of the tournament, like I said, um, I think a lot of people want to paint me as a very, uh, very yabang individual, but uh, I'll tell you the truth. Like I said, uh, I feel honored to be part of the tournament. I feel uh, that it's an honor to step in the ring with a lot of people that we have here in our local industry. Uh, so that part, of course, feels very, very good. The shoulder thing, uh, it's been bothering me since I was a kid, to tell you the truth. Uh, Super Beast kind of exposed it a little bit in our match, and then Rex took advantage, uh, as he should, you know. And then, um, uh, Kyle, 
Lucky little Kyle, man. Uh, he he sunk in a, an arm bar, and and the kid is good, man. I'll tell him. I'll tell you that the kid is good. He's sucking the arm bar, and his whole weight just it pulled it out of the socket. So, uh, it's not great right now. It'll take some time to heal. I'll say that. All right. All right. So from there, now that you were a participant in the this tournament style, um, can you tell us a little bit more about the shoot style? Uh, format here uh why why was this your chosen format for this tournament mm-hmm. uh i believe well for me personally it's the very very best format to fit me personally um i love shoot style it's it's the closest to a real street brawl in my opinion um the reason it was chosen by this or for this tournament, I think was uh, to be a little bit more challenging, you know, to open up the ring to other people. Like I said, me, myself, I'm not the best technical wrestler. Uh, there are others like Rex who are, are pretty much brawlers. So it opened it up to which I thought was going to be an easy victory, but you see the results. So, you see how it goes. Right. So to me, it's it's fair. It made it fair for everybody. Right, right. So going on to uh, the wrestling side of things, were there competitors that you expected or wanted to be a part of this tournament other than those who joined? Uh, no, not really. Uh, as far as people that wanted to join, I thought... Uh, the competitors that were there was who I expected. As far as people wanting to get in, uh, I welcome that. I, I think anybody who's interested in wrestling, interested in the fight forms or the fight arts, should join us. Yeah, they should. Everybody, the doors is welcome or open to anybody. I should say. So I'd like to see some uh, some old faces mixed with new blood. It'd be good, I think, for the entire industry as a whole. Here in the Philippines. All right, this your match with Kyle Season is an absolute David and Goliath match, and mm. you you absolutely dominated the match. I really thought you're gonna win. Like, I so did gonna, I. <laughs> I thought you were going for a clean sweep, right? So, take us back to your match. So, I noticed during the ending of the match, the referee's view was obstructed, and you tapped out, mm. but the referee wasn't seeing it. And the the ring bell or the bell the bell rang. Mm-hmm. So, would you want a rematch somewhere down the line? Oh, definitely, definitely. I want a rematch. Like I said, I, I'm I'm not trying to be Abong or anything. I thought it was gonna be uh, I thought it was gonna be easy. You know, like I said, Kyle's good. Not taking anything away from him, but I know myself and I know my capabilities. So. Uh, the way the match started, the way it was going was exactly what I expected. Uh, I didn't expect, even if he did put the arm bar in, I, I didn't expect uh, that I would lose, to be honest. Uh, there was a, a moment there where he sunk the arm bar and I was going to pick him up. If you notice, that's yep. that's where it popped, which mm. I couldn't carry him. Man, that, I, I'm trying not to curse, but... Uh, no, yeah, you can hurts. feel free, man. Feel free. Oh, we're good. We're good. Yeah, All right. We're good. We got that explicit tag on this program. Right on. So so, I was picking him up. I was in 
fully intending to slam his ass and damn shoulder popped it hurt like a bitch i'm not even gonna lie man so hey uh losses come and go so so do win so uh had to let that one go in order to save my arm and save my ass from that pain then it is what it is but like i said definitely i'm going for a rematch so right so now that you've mentioned that you had to bow out a little bit too early for your comfort during the tournament um before coming into it before you even had that very first match what were your expectations for the tournament as a whole ah, i was expecting to win the whole thing man <laughs> I was expecting to win just, the just, whole thing. Just right out there. Just just win the whole thing. That's it. That's anytime I'm uh, I get in a match, I'm just trying to right. bowl through and run over the opponent. And it's not just uh taking advantage of being a big guy, it's just in my mindset. I take the same mindset from wrestling and I put it into my work as a salesman or anything that I do as a as a project that I undertake, I want to destroy it. Um, so that's what I expected. And, you know, I'm humble enough to admit when it doesn't go my way, it's fine. It's all right. I, I'm not too big on taking losses too hard. I learn it as a, uh, or I take it as a learning experience and I use it to evolve, to use the machine thing. So the machine that uh, Kyle and Rex faced even Super Beast, uh, the next time they face me, it'll be a an evolved machine. It'll be different. Mm, that, that's very interesting. Roy, go ahead. Yeah, so that I, I just said that that is something I'm looking forward to since I've haven't, I haven't seen any match of machine. And I think this was actually one of the first match I've seen machine compete in. Really? You haven't seen any of my matches? What I'm the sorry. hell? No, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I didn't attend the uh, pre-show in PWR uh, in that tag match. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So final question. Uh, if not Danger Rex Lawin or Kyle Season, who were you expecting to face in that tournament? Hmm. So we have like David Ravenna. We got Cuatro. Uh, we got uh, Nigel San Jose. Mm -hmm. DJ Serafin. Well, I, I tell you what, I wasn't expecting to face anybody. Uh, I find this is, I'm going to give you a peek into my mentality and, and uh, my psyche, right? As a, as a pro wrestler, as a fighter. I don't look at a particular person and expect, hey, I'm going to match up good with them or he's too good of a challenge or too much of a challenge, so I don't want to face him. I literally take on anybody. Anybody that books a match with me or anybody that, once a professional fight let's do it so that goes to the entire industry the entire local pro wrestling industry that goes beyond the local pro wrestling industry so anybody out there who's interested in this art form that wants to get involved if they want to have a match with me let's do it because like i said my goal is not to destroy the opponent it's to destroy the block in my path right and the only way to do that is for me to evolve as a fighter, evolve as a as a human being, and just go through that challenge. That's it. So right. yeah. Sorry to answer your question. Uh, I wasn't expecting to face anybody, but what I do expect from myself is to do well in the ring. Right, right. Very well said. 
Uh, we'd like to thank the machine for taking some time to talk to us today oh, on the guys. podcast. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, so let the people know where they can find you, where they can find WW. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're going to go on Facebook, look for World Underground Wrestling Philippines. We're always there. Doors always open. Sometimes uh, I take a while to respond to messages there, uh, but I will respond eventually. Uh, you can find me on my fan page, The Machine, or you see my name there, Maverick Mihadis. You can hit me up on Facebook. Uh, ask me any questions you want. Just don't ask me for money. You won't get it. <laughs> Right. Do you have do you have other projects outside wrestling? I do, man. I, I got my fingers in a lot of things, uh, in a lot of pies, so to speak. So you can find me on uh, YouTube under the Machine Plays. That's where I post my uh, my gameplay. You know, uh, Xbox, PS Five, uh, what have you. I post it there. I do my rap thing too. Uh, you can find some uh, videos there on my Machine fan page as well as my YouTube. Uh, check it out. Find me on Twitch under Mavs Machine. Um, and as a matter of fact, let's step out of the norm. Uh, luckily, I'm in a position to be running a, a, a sales company. So if you're looking for a job, you want to get into sales, hit me up. I'll hook you up and we'll, let's make some money together. All right. Thank you so much, The Machine. Right on. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And that does it for this week's episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Again, we'd like to thank our guest, uh, The Machine, for taking some time out to break down the Takeshi Oizo Tournament. Uh, we have a lot more in store for you this week, of course, with our Thursday streams. And this week, we're going to be talking a lot about the uh, current happenings in the WWE, AEW, as well as all the other wrestling programs that happened throughout so stay tuned for that but before we go Rowan here will tell you one of the many ways you can help the podcast out with our friends from Shopee that's right that's right lapit na naman ang mga sales so abangan yan maybe we, we, we can get a payday sale all you gotta do is use our affiliate link to support the podcast through your online shopping that is podlink.co slash w9x podlink.co slash the letters w the number nine and the letter x type that on your mobile browser add the cart check out on your mobile app and what you buy will help us do what we do here on the podcast at no extra cost all right so guys how do you like this solo only only audio only episode of the podcast that was totally by chemistry namin ni rowan let us know what you think guys let the let Rowan know what he well, how he did during this first solo trip to the audio only lands at Monday Night Rowan on Twitter and ITE on Twitter at Chino Supersized for me as well. Also hit up the other guys. At underscore stand C at Row is War on Twitter and at Wrestling 2X Pod on Twitter as well. Until next time, this has been the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast signing out. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program or other programs of the network. 
Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.